Terra Ignota. Episode 8, Part 1. Words are hard, guys. Pick up. Pick up. (laughs) (laughs) After arriving in Forgewood, the Haney Adventuring Committee found rest of the fate and favor in. The following day, they set about managing their inventory and planned to sell much of the hall from the past several months of adventuring. In addition, they visited the Foresters Guild and learned of an available job suited for adventurers to clear out a nearby grove of assassin vine and identify and eliminate the source. However, the party chose to investigate the whereabouts of Ormond, the dwarven smith who was supposed to build a replacement dynamo for Gridget. After tracking down his forge, they learned that Ormond had been missing for many days and began to follow the trail, first to Jan and Tonics, then to two of Ormond's close friends, Ferdir, the gnomish armorer, and Percival, a human tinkerer. From there, the party traveled to Ormond's house in the bows. As the beginnings of evening fall across the sky, the party hears distant thunder as a summer thunderstorm settles over the forgewood. Carefully, Ondine has disabled the lock on the door and has begun to press it open, allowing a trail of light from outside to cast into the darkened interior. How do you proceed? Okay, well... Um, I'd like to very slowly push the door open, um, and just try to see if I see anything moving inside the dwelling, or like, anything strange like smells, or, you know, anything like that. Make a perception check, please. Are there windows letting light in, or is it just like dark inside? Uh, there were windows, but curtains were drawn and you could not see anything inside from the the windows. I I light my bullseye lantern. (laughs) Okay. What'd you get, Katie? Oh, nice. 28. I know. I rolled an 18. Wow. New day. Okay. Uh, you guys are all still outside, by the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Being totally not suspicious. Okay, I'll keep my stone in there. I recall. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes, we were being nonchalant. Yes. I was being nonchalant. (laughs) (laughs) We were trying. Yes. Alexander was doing his best to look inconspicuous. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) Flexing on all the haters. Yep. Um, Okay, 28 for your perception roll. Uh, Remind me, you have low light vision? Low light, yeah. Okay. Ondine, you, you press the door open slightly, and as the relatively even but not bright light from the, the street filters in, you take a second and your eyes adjust. There's no immediate movement, uh, but what you do see is a comfortable front room of this, we'll call it kind of a small cottage. Uh, the room is maybe you know, 15 by 10. Uh, There is set over on one side a comfortable, um, if basic, kind of dining table with two heavy wooden chairs sort of set against the wall. Uh, A little bit farther back from that, there appears to be a door that kind of travels back into perhaps a hallway or something. You can't quite make it out from here. On the side uh, where you're immediately entering the room, to the left, there do appear to be a couple of bookshelves, uh, but the contents, you can't really make anything out at this point. Uh, and in front of you is a um, 
a nice kind of oval shaped rug on the floor and set mm -hmm. just past that is basically like a like a, a bench seat like a like a day bed or a sofa or something of that that kind of nature there's no immediate um no immediate motion um mm -hmm. although the curtains flutter just a little bit as you kind of slowly push open the door uh and the smell that hits your nose is kind of a musty dust yeah. um It's been empty for a while. Will you make a... Go ahead and make a heel check for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's an eight. Ooh. Yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah. Musty, kind of dusty. Yeah, there is there is some other smell in the room that kind of hits you after the initial initial dust smell kind of clears, but you can't place it. Un okay, so uh, like an unknown smell. Okay, um, I'm going to start walking inside. Okay, Andine takes and, a couple uh, steps into the room. You wanted to light up a lantern and follow. I'll look over. Peek. I, I'll kind of, I'll like motion them in and be like, "No, we're, come on, you okay, know, let's get off the street." Okay. okay. Yeah. And if so. anyone asks, the door was open. <laughs> so I'll go in and tucking my thieves' tools take away out into my, my lantern and you know light it so we don't so. have to open the curtains. Okay. Urban, Emmeth, you guys standing sure. watch outside or following in? I will go inside, but I'll stay at the back. I'll follow directly behind Alexander. Okay. And you light up the sure. ion stone? And Percival as well. Personal, per, 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 That's right. Good start for both of us today. Pick up. Yeah. Pick up. Pick up. <laughs> Percival follows you in as well. Okay. I'm going to okay. lock and the door And then I'll us. close the door behind everybody. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yep. Emmeth and Andine both turn, close and latch the door. <laughs> oh. Uh, make, make sleight of hand checks for both of you real quick. Sleight of hand? Yep. To lock a door? Oh, I just said close the door. I said lock. Oh, Most then then just to close the door, if you would. Slide of hand a real thing because I don't have That's that. That's a twenty-six. Then add for your me? dex bonus. A D twenty in your dex bonus. Is it trained please. only? Uh, I think so. It's trained no? only. Only trained. Yeah. yeah. Then just make a general dexterity check for me. Oh, I love you, but you're in the way. Sweetie. See, this is why you need a dice tray. <laughs> It's a minus from your breastplate. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. And I got a twenty-six. So. <laughs> okay. You quietly close the door. Latch it closed. <laughs> Do you need something? <laughs> I don't need anything. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> As the four of you, five of you, I guess, have now entered the chamber. Uh, Alexander, you kind of begin shining the light around, and uh, Urban, the ion stone, sort of begins to illuminate in sort of a kind of general flickering light. Um, you guys have all settled in here, and now with a little bit more light on Dean, I won't make you re-roll the perception check, uh, one of the things that you do notice is, um, and what's your perception modifier? 
perception modifier? Yeah. Uh, 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a 26 passive. What's yours? Uh, plus 11 passive and plus 10 heal passive. Okay. Well, there's no, no passive what? on heal. Um, but let's see. Go ahead and have everybody make a perception check except for Ondine, who's already made one. Ah! Just put that anywhere. Oh. I wanted to keep that. 20. 20, 29. 22, 29. No. 20. 20, 29. 19. 19. Okay. It was a 19 on the floor. Now it's a 3. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. The, the three of you... Uh, but surprisingly not Alexander, you guys kind of come into the room and now that there's a little bit more light dancing around, you can immediately see that something is a little bit amiss here. Um, I'd also like to have you guys make sense motive checks, uh-huh. if you would. Okay. 18. 18. Just for the record, Birdbrain got a 33 on perception. Okay, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Remind me on that. Okay. okay. 13 Another for me. 13. Five. five. It was sense motive. 18. 18. Yeah. Nine. Nine? <laughs> okay. Something's off, but you can't maybe quite place what has happened. However, what the three of you notice is there appears to be a dark stain and several splatters mm. across the rug. Mm. And there also looks to be a little bit, just a few kind of drops of the same stain on the sofa. Is it urine? Uh, you don't see it, so I'm not going to have you oh, make okay. a rule to identify it. Is it dark? Yes. Does the rug really tie the room together? <laughs> may, I, may I attempt to identify the substance as a common bodily fluid of some kind? Yeah, make a survival check if you would. Oh. But bird brain has seen it. Survival or heal, <clears throat> your choice. Mm-hmm. 24. 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a dried blood stain. This is dried blood. What's dried blood? Well, this all over the place. Oh! oh. Definitely <laughs> pulling weapons. How did I miss that? Al- Alexander had been, had been examining the bookshelf <laughs> yeah. with the bullseye lantern, and then you turn around. Oh, what? Um, I'm going to what? take a little bit so we could potentially blood biography this tomorrow. Oh. Okay. Um, is there, I want to see... We'll come back to that. Um, can I just, like, move the rug a little bit to see if there's anything underneath it? Yeah, certainly. Um, make just a survival check, real low DC, to see if you can find stuff where there's enough blood. Eight. Do you want Eight. me to help you with that? <laughs> you look like you're struggling. Yeah, it's it's pretty well soaked into most of the stuff, and you're having a hard time getting any kind of like flex of dry blood it's not quite enough do you um, need my dagger we could make it you know what are you trying resisting. to do urban are you i just said okay well, i wasn't sure if you said that out loud <clears throat> i wasn't sure if you said it out loud <laughs> <laughs> yeah i said i want to get a little bit of the blood to cast blood biography tomorrow ah very well can i may i assist you with can't that? seem to I'm... get it off the rug though okay, let me see if i can if I can help. Okay. Okay. 26. 26. Okay. It takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you guys are kind of investigating this closer, you notice it's not 
like a ton of blood. Like there's not a spot where there was a large pool of blood necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, you notice that it's it's kind of like splattered that had moved around to some extent. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> what you make of that, you're not entirely certain. Mm-hmm. But clearly there was some sort of an injury here that occurred. Huh. As you guys are beginning to work on this, uh, bird brain flutters across a little bit mm-hmm. and then comes back to you, Alexander, and lands on you and makes a little bit of a chirping noise at you. And as you look over to him in his beak, mm-hmm. he's holding a small tuft of gray fur. Oh. Ah, oh, bird brain. What's... What's... <clears throat> what... What is this? Do I recognize it? Uh, go ahead and make a knowledge nature check. Okay. Uh, or survival your choice. Okay. You get a different answer depending on what Ooh. you do. Mm. What are you choosing? I'm going to choose survival. Okay. Because it's a 27. <clears throat> okay. And I don't think my chances are... What would the knowledge nature roll be? Knowledge nature? Yeah. Uh, would be 16 plus 7, so 23. Okay. Either way, perfectly <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is relatively coarse fur. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of seems like wolf fur. Oh. This seems like wolf fur. I don't know what. In the middle of the city? In a house? Uh, Percival, did you know if... <laughs> Wait, yeah, did Ormond keep did he have a pet wolf do you do you know anything you, you, about... you look over you look over to, to Percival and he is sort of like stood towards the towards the edge of the room looking a little bit pale oh. um, <laughs> sure yeah. sure we're like oh blood oh cool <laughs> well we start <laughs> yes forensic investigation so um what? What? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. You, you must not be quite as accustomed to this um, <laughs> sort of scene. Um, I've uh, I've I'm found afraid not. My bird brain, my my falcon, has found this tuft of of fur that seems like it could be from a wolf. Do you know if Ormond had anything <laughs> to do with wolves, or did he breed them? Or maybe it was like clothing, clothing item. That seems more likely. Hmm. Clothing. Are there any wolf tracks? Are there any wolf tracks, Alexander? Uh, (laughs) Are there any? Are there any prints in the blood? Okay. Make a prints. You've already made his perception roll. I can do survival to follow or identify tracks. <laughs> you didn't see any tracks to follow or identify. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it's a good question, though. Mm-hmm. From just being in the town for a while, would I have noticed if anyone was wearing, like, if it was common to have, like, cloaks or something with wolf fur? Make a knowledge local check. Hmm. Why is it not on the sheet? Piling onto that. Might not be trained. Yeah. 
I'm sure uh, she no, has I am. Already. It's just, it's just not on this. No. While you track that down, and what I is only... your question? Oh, um, I was gonna ask, um, Percival, do you know if the, oh crap, if the Forgewood is known to have a native population of wolves, are they endemic mm -hmm. to this area? I, um... Or would that be more of a question for the Foresters Guild? Okay. There are, um... <laughs> some rumors of it. I don't personally spend any time outside the walls. Ah. <laughs> so... Um. But I've, I've heard... Some things. Oh? Potentially. Um, like what things? Things of about wolves. Oh. <laughs> oh. Things of, wo of wolves and people? When we were Wait, looking that? around, there there aren't any like <laughs> claw marks on the furniture, <laughs> bite marks or anything. Um, any signs of a struggle <laughs> with a wolf? What was your perception roll? 29. Just one short of that 30. CC Struggles with the wolf. <laughs> my Indian name. Struggles with Missed the wolf. Missed that stuff to fur. <laughs> nothing, nothing that seems potentially that disruptive. Yeah. Uh, again, you kind of got the sense that maybe there was something off about the room, but you couldn't really put your finger on it. Okay. Well, I will. Yeah. I will burn my one. No, I won't. I'll hold on to it. I was going to cast detect chaos. I have one of them ready, but. Well, we're at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. It is early. Yeah, time. but I, but I mean, there's the door down there, and maybe we should. Yeah, uh, I yeah, wanted that's to true. check. That's true. There's a hallway. Uh, to see if or door. There was, there was a hallway. A doorway. Do um... And and yeah, let's let's go back <sighs> to that. Uh, so, Ondine takes a moment and kind of pulls the rug aside. There doesn't seem to be anything really underneath of it. Just, you know, you never know if there's going to be trap doors or anything. Um, and I'm gonna. And then, if no one has a problem, I want to kind of go back to the door and see if, you know, what's what? happening back there. Well, just, okay. I'm going to focus in okay. and do a detect magic on the room. Okay. Um... Take a moment, cast Detect Magic, and kind of scan around the room. Nothing immediately catches your attention. Hmm. Well, there's likely no magic here that I can detect. I kind of look down on my cloak. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, apart No unexpected magic auras. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> your companions light up like a... <laughs> like Christmas trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, what's Christmas? Yeah, actually. <laughs> you would, you would, you would, yes. Yeah. Your companions would light up, mm -hmm. uh, and specifically you would detect their most powerful magic item, whatever mm -hmm. that would be. Because mm -hmm. that tends to drown out everything else. Some ladder on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Tucked yeah. into the bag of holding or your backpack mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Strapped to Urban's backpack is just this glowing yeah. <laughs> rod of magical energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that is the only moderate thing we have, right? Everything that's that's probably the most powerful yeah. magic item you guys have, yeah. That ladder. <sighs> okay, well let's uh, proceed. Mm -hmm. 
Which camera is us to them? That one? Uh, we are on that camera over okay. there. Like, that. hi, guys. We're just, on that. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just like, if I'm wanting to talk to them, who should yeah. I? Yeah. Generally speaking, ah. if you look at the TV, it'll yeah. be pretty close enough. Okay. close enough to both of them. Is it too tight to be using the greatsword in this? Like, if. Uh, with all these people in a 10 by 15? No. No? Okay. No. A little, a little dicey. Okay. But, you know, generally speaking, I mean, the room is cramped, unquestionably. But generally speaking, you know, it, the greatsword is capable to be used within your standard five-foot combat square. Not super concerned about that. So, I mean, this, this is like this little area yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like a small little front room. You know, yeah. imagine like that couch kind of where you guys are, a bookshelf mm -hmm. there little doorway there, mm -hmm. you know, little table kind of where I am, That's it, and yeah. a rug. Is this, this is like a front room of yeah. a little cottage. Is it like three-quarter scale? He's a dwarf, right? Uh, <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> Make a knowledge engineering check. No, no, I'm not. No, it's 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 pretty normal scale. Okay. Um, go ahead and make knowledge geography, if you would. Knowledge geography? Yeah. Just for, just for fun flavor. Ooh. 23. Despite being a shorter in stature uh, race and culture, dwarves don't tend to actually build their stuff much smaller. Um, and in fact, it's not uncommon, especially as you understand it, in dwarven establishments to be a little overbuilt. Uh, they tend to really enjoy cavernous spaces. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so, you know, high ceilings, uh, particularly high, you know, kind of arched cavern ceilings. Um, big chairs that they can sort of sit mm -hmm. up on and feel important yeah. is, is not atypical. So it wouldn't be uncommon for dwarves to have full-size furniture, full-size houses. Um, dwarves are also not really that much shorter than people, yeah. all things considered. Yeah, because they're then, like five foot, right? Yeah, mid four foot, okay. probably capping out at a solid five foot tall. Okay. <laughs> What? Okay. It's 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 just a thing that already an idea every time something's under six feet. It's mm -hmm. just a joke. Unlike unlike the half height races though, yeah. dwarves are very much just manlets. They yeah. are they are, you know stout manlets, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And again, they also tend to be pretty stocky too. So yeah. most of their furniture is built to support a full weighted figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alrighty. Tender though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it does kind of feel like something went down here. I can't really tell hmm. what, but I want to check out that back room Absolutely. or hallway or whatever. You smell anything as she's walking over there? Smell anything? Yeah. Anything untoward? No. I mean, you guys have already kind of made your perception rolls in this room. Urban, I hmm. have bathed recently. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay, as you guys continue to peruse the rest of the house, let's go ahead and have another round of perception checks from everybody. All right. Uh, do over. How thoroughly do you guys want to take this investigation? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 28. Nice, nice. 13. 21, 13. 20, also 28. 28. And okay. bird brain. Importantly. Oh. <laughs> Only uh, 26. 
26. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Only twice as much as Andine got. <laughs> okay. So it's it's all seven. All pretty good, pretty good rolls throughout. Um, you guys, how how thoroughly are you planning to search? Are you guys kind of ransacking the place? Are you just sort of poking around? I would say that we can take some time. I think we should take some time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what? Okay. And I'd like to, and I'll detect magics. Okay. As well, just to make sure that... Yeah, so... Um, you guys continue to search throughout the remainder of the house. Um, the rest of the house... It, again, it's a relatively small abode. Reasonably nicely furnished, but mm. small in size. Mm-hmm. Um, from spending time in Forgewood, you know, you guys got the sense that it's reasonably expensive here. And so any kind of housing is probably fairly established. Ormond is a working individual, but... He is a skilled craftsman, so he can afford decent things if a small house. Um, kind of through that back hallway, there's just a couple of additional rooms. There appears to be basically a small bathing room just off of the uh, kitchen, in between sort of the kitchen and bedroom. Uh, there is a kitchen with a small sort of back pantry. Uh, there is no subterranean cellar mm-hmm. in this space. Um, yes? I'm sorry, I guess as we're... Uh, Urban remembering his own spell casting just turns on Detect Chaos and it lasts for 60 minutes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a... Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and what's the range on Detect Chaos? I think it's pretty close, right? And it's blocked by walls and stuff just like... Oh, no. I'm wrong. It is a cone, but I can do it for up to 60 minutes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will do it in the front room. Okay. Well, in the front room. Okay. Um... Anyway, picking up where we were, you know, there yeah. there is a, a small kitchen, you know, some preparation surfaces, various wooden cabinetry. You guys kind of start poking around. Um, it appears that you know perhaps a uh, the the remnants of a hastily consumed meal is sort of left on a platter near kind of a washing up basin. Um, but other than that, nothing really strikes you as particularly odd in that regard. Um, you do find uh, one interesting magic item in the kitchen, uh, and as you examine it, it appears to be um, like a uh, flint rod, but it appears mm. to be vaguely magical. Oh. Um, That's an interesting... Flint rod is magical. Yeah. Can, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll figure I, out what the specific yeah. effect is on it that I'm that I'm thinking of. But um, some of the other other of you guys go and kind of poke around the the bedroom. Uh, there is a reasonably decent, comfortable looking bed in here. Another rug on the floor. Um, there doesn't appear to be any signs of dried blood or anything in that regard. However, as you guys are kind of poking around and pouring through cabinetry and things like that. Uh, you do see that there's a wardrobe in the bedroom with the door kind of left slightly ajar um, and basically like an empty hook. And there appears to be a spot where there's just dried dirt in the bottom of it. In the bottom of like, the cabinet? In the bottom of like a wardrobe. Like... Like maybe like, like muddy shoes were kept there or something. 
but it's, it's a reasonable guess. Correct. Okay. And there's a like missing hook, or there's a hook. Correct. Like, it's just like, like dirt left over from shoes or something. Potentially. Like a coat hook, not like a meat hook. Correct. Okay. Like a coat hook. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Codfan's wardrobe was kind of weird. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as you guys continue yeah. to pour around and you kind of go through the uh, bedroom, you also don't find any magical auras in there. Okay. Um, well, I think... Any chaos? You take some time and focus around. No. No over... Uh, auras of chaos seem to be present here. And no more bloodstains? There doesn't seem to be like a trail that the bloodstains were like just in the in the living room and they, they don't seem, like go anywhere. They seem to the have most or... they seem to just have been in, located to the front room. Huh. Can I you said there was a plate with some leftover food. Can is it like molding? Can we can I get a sense of like how long it's been sitting there? Yeah, make a survival check. Slash what kind of food it is. Is it like a dinner? Yeah, or is sure. It like a breakfast or Yeah, that's that's a fair question too. Natural twenty, so twenty-seven. Oh, okay. You get the sense that that meal has probably been there for we'll say about ten days. Oh, that's uh, a long so time. So most of it is pretty well dried and stale. It looks to be the remnants of maybe a hastily consumed snack. Uh little bit of leftover fatty chunks from maybe a cut of meat mm. and a number of crumbs as well as a little bit of greenery that seems to have just completely dried up at this point okay mm-hmm. you said the front room appeared just to be off does it look like any furniture had been moved or rearranged mm-hmm. and something like that like why would this you know like Couch face well, or something, or Percival it's hard to say. Had, Percival, you've visited here before. You've been here before. Does anything seem off to you? Out of place? Percival, go and make a sense motive check. Sure. 15. Plus, what's sense motive? Wisdom? Yes. Make it yeah. 17. Seems like a reasonable number. Um, I've not spent too much time here, but I mean, things have been tossed around a bit. Not as orderly so, as he tends to keep it. Okay. Like it's Does been... it look like someone tried to put things back in order, though? Sort of glances around. And as he, as he points this out, you guys are kind of looking at it. Things like, like the couch does appear to be a little bit kind of askew yeah. in the room. And obviously the rug has now been jostled and is similarly askew. But So the, the hook and the mud was the only things, things that were in the wardrobe? Uh, <sighs> there are a number of other uh, you know clothing items and things like that. Okay. Uh, but with your guys' perception rules, you... Felt that was conspicuous. Something was conspicuously missing. Okay. Does it sound like the 
like back of the wardrobe or the foot or the bottom of the wardrobe is hollow at all? Uh, any secret compartments? Yeah, make another perception check for me. Big money. Oh, it is big money. <laughs> uh, 17 plus 16. Well, it's 33. 33. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you take a moment and kind of start rifling through the wardrobe. Uh, and, and as you're moving some of the shirts out of the way, kind of tucked back in the main central component, you do see another small cupboard uh, that appears to be locked. Or has a, a lock on it, we'll say. I found a small cupboard with a lock on it. Oh, how did I miss that? Would you like me to try to open it? Yes. Flash. Yeah. See if there's to... a, any traps on it first. That's what I was thinking. You I was know. a little concerned, and I know you're much better at trap trap finding than, than I am. Yep. Go and make perception with your trap finding bonus, please. Yes. Uh, it's a 22 for trap finding. Okay. Uh, you take a look at it. It doesn't appear to be trapped, but it does appear to be a very finely crafted lock. Oh. oh. This is a nice lock. Um, shall I, anyone have issues? Pointedly at Percival. Uh, if I try to open this... I mean, he is your friend. Go, so. go ahead. <clears throat> Anything? Uh, another twenty-two. Okay. It takes you a little bit of time, um, and you kind of realize that this is sort of almost like a double or double tumbler kind of kind of lock. You've got to end up using a couple extra tools that you don't normally work at, and it takes you a couple of minutes. Yeah. But eventually, after a couple of minutes of working with everyone staring over your shoulder, finally, the lock releases and opens. Okay. I'll open and see what's in there. Okay. As Alexander... Shine, shine the light I've got, the, I've got the, yeah. the bullseye lantern shining in. Yeah. Okay. You open this up, and inside uh, there appears to be a pretty sizable coin pouch with a fair bit of gold and coins inside of it, uh, as well as what appears to be like a small jewelry box. Uh, you take a quick look at the jewelry box. There are a few fine rings, fine golden rings. Um, Anything magical? Nothing magical. I feel like we should leave this. Yeah, could just yeah. lock it back oh, up. Yeah. 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 I feel like you should leave those there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I yeah. just we just want to make sure that we're not missing anything. But there's nothing else. No like suspicious notes or doesn't appear it's to be just demonic confessions. Just a yeah. money yeah. Right, demonic <laughs> confessions. Um, yeah. yeah, you guys take a look and it just appears that this is where probably money. where he it's kept just, his money. Yeah. Um, Alright, um, I'll lock it back up. Okay, like, like, easy enough. The deed for the house. Yeah. Insurance policy. Ours, no. <laughs> Blackmail materials. <laughs> right? Smile. I'd, I'd like yeah. to do a bit more of a deep dive on the front room, guys. Maybe start 
moving furniture around, looking under things, and okay, trying to find I don't know something in the floorboard. I mean, yeah. not like tear up the floor, but like see if there's a, something. You know? Yeah, I think I'll go with you, and I'll I'll look at like all the windows and work closely at the door to see if anything's been forced. Lift up all, lift up all the cushions, lift up the couch. Okay. You know, yeah. feel the underside of the table. Yeah, you guys, mm-hmm. you guys take another 30 minutes and begin to pour over the front room. You start moving things around, manipulating, um, you know, the, the sofa and, and tossing things. There doesn't appear to be anything extra that you guys have, have tracked down. Where was the wolf? Tuft of wolf for Alexander. Bird bread. Where was the tuft of wolf for? Uh, make an animal handling check. Okay. There was only the one tuft. Animal There's no none other. Not good at that though. Uh, Thirteen. He kind of flies over, and you guys have been moving things around a little bit. It takes him a little bit to find it, mm-hmm. or kind of pinpoint the location. But he hops over next to the couch. And kind of picks at one of the side pieces, mm-hmm. and where sort of an upholstered cushion is, he picks off a little bit more wolf fur oh. from the hmm. basically like a pillow on the sofa. Mm-hmm. So there is like some more of the fur there. You, you are, you're not sure how Birdbrain keeps finding it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't seem to see it. <laughs> Having it pointed out to you, yes, there is a little bit of additional uh, mm-hmm. kind of wolf fur okay. stuck to some of the, the couch cushions. <sighs> huh. Strange. I wonder what happened here. I think we should find a way to open that box in the dresser in his work area. Maybe there's something in there. He's referring to the cabinet, the, the box in the cabinet mm-hmm. in his forge. Oh, yes. On the other side yep. of town. Yeah. Agreed. Um. And uh, if we want to sleep first thing in the morning, we could see if he's dead. I could be able to tell you that. Yeah. And, I mean, just just going by what Percival said, the last time he saw him, he was with... Um, oh, what was his name? Blanking. Ke- Kendrick? Correct. Oh. That's right. And you yeah. haven't seen Kendrick for a while either. No. So. We could maybe go I up. I mean, Sorry. next steps, yeah, is maybe um, trying to see if anyone has seen Kendrick. Okay. You could inquire at his house. Yeah. Um, um, is it night now? It's mid-evening. You guys have spent maybe an hour poking around in here. None of the windows and the door didn't look like there was any like foul play, no jimmying or... No, you guys, have, you guys have poured over at this point. Okay. The only clues that you guys have managed to identify is there appears to be blood, like some kind of injury happened in the front room. Things have been mm-hmm. shifted a little bit out of place. Like, maybe some kind of scuffle mm-hmm. and wolf fur. There's no, like... There's no, like, first aid kit or, like, obvious travel accoutrements that that 
Make a make a wisdom check for me. Okay. Kind of a hard thing to tell without knowing someone. Hot damn. (laughs) Hot strawberries. (laughs) Twenty. Twenty. Just a straight up twenty. Eighteen plus two. Okay. No, and you find that kind of interesting, Uh, in combination with the potentially missing boots and Mm -hmm. empty coat hook. There doesn't appear to be any backpacks, any travel supplies, mm-hmm. any belts mm-hmm. with pouches attached mm-hmm. to them, any weaponry, mm-hmm. any magical items of any kind. Mm-hmm. All in the house. In the house. Right. That's very strange. With the exception of the little flint rod that you found in the kitchen. Yeah. So okay. it looks like he could have just taken up and left. It doesn't do it. Yes. It could. Um, Percival, did you know any of of Orman to have any, like, um, like, adventuring gear? (coughs) Uh, Weaponry. Weaponry. Is that something that people generally sort of have around in Forgewood? I mean... Weaponry, backpacks? Most people tend to have something. Yeah. Um... Hmm. Yeah. Packs, general traveling gear. Yeah. Just lying around in case we all had to get out here somehow. Yeah. Huh. It's odd. Yeah. Make a make a general uh, knowledge nate or local check for me, I guess, if you would. Less great. Oh. Oh, slap. It's the last one. Oh. Knowledge what? Local. Hmm. Nah. We might need it later. Uh, 12. 12? I mean, it's not uncommon pretty much anywhere you guys go for people to generally carry some kind of weapon. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if they're mundane weaponry, most people have at least one or two armaments in their home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially people of means will probably have something finely or more finely crafted. Uh, You've probably ne- never met a dwarf who didn't carry some kind of blade right. or hammer. And or especially a, a dwarf who can, lock, who can a make dwarf fire who is also a smith. A smith. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay, I I don't think there's much else we can do here. Undine, do you want to try to sneak and look into his the thing at his forge at night? We'll scope it out Maybe at least. We, um, Should we sneak? Can we get dispensation to investigate this? Is there any way we can do it without having to sneak? We're not intending to. Would the steal Faust anything, family or... have enough connections to can we file... start an investigation? Can we file a missing persons report or set ourselves up as a Investigative detective, yeah. I mean, do all. They certainly have some pull. Um, You could report it to the guards, but. sort of things for a moment. I don't suspect they would allow you to yeah. 
open or go through his things yourselves, they would probably want to take it within their own jurisdiction. Mm. Yeah, and and that's what I would expect. Um, Do I think I, I just... can scry inside that little box? Do you think you could scry inside of that little box? Um, how, big, how, big, how big was it? Yeah, right. It's like a cigar box. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Okay. I think it's probably too confined of a space for the the functionality of that spell. It's your call, Andine. Yes. You're going to be the one that's out there. Yes. Um, I... I feel that perhaps we should go and see how it looks at night over there, the activity. Um, Well, why don't you just use a disguise kit or the hat? I mean, yeah, I, I could do that. I don't know what he looks like, though. No, just to look generic so you don't look like you. That way, there's no yeah. risk. I mean, you. Could oh go no, and... for sure. I'm th- I'm saying like, kind of stake it out and see how it looks and see if there's a lot of activity, um, before even attempting to do anything like that. And I could potentially <clears throat> scry up above it and keep an eye out for you, at least for a few seconds while you're doing it. Give you a, a shout or something if. Yeah. Um, detection is imminent. Mm-hmm. That's a good use of that ability. I think I think that's maybe a good plan. Um, if it doesn't seem like something viable tonight, I think tomorrow we should um, definitely s- seek out any information on Kendrick and uh, talk to his family to see if he has been around because I feel like it's too much it's too much that both of them have not been seen for. A good amount of time. Certainly, and we have a rough time frame now. You said about ten days. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. that, does that the... match up with his yeah. uh, birthday celebration? About ten days. Good question. Personal. Yeah. Okay. Sort of nods. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look injured before. No. Okay. And Kendrick wasn't wearing a a wolf skin, wolf-collared cloak or anything. <laughs> make make a make a knowledge geography check, anyone who is interested. <laughs> I will. Take a brief, brief pause. Take a brief pause and talk about Tindarian fashion. Ah! <laughs> geography. Uh, 19. 15. 12. 12. I could use a slip. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... You uh, don't know about fashion? <laughs> I get not she, her mind not is elsewhere at the moment. The, the, the I'm thinking moment. about sneaking. No. Yeah. You're stressing out. Um, so, uh... <laughs> I'm good. Just drink it out of the bottle. Well, I had to get the bottle first. Cups, cups are more fun. Um, this is a refined style Heavy, heavy fur mantles of any kind are not typical Tindarian fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Terra Regis is in kind of what you and I would consider like a Mediterranean climate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty temperate. 
maybe a little bit more on the warm side, mm -hmm. along with a lot of uh, terra nota, mm -hmm. kind of is, is pretty similar, especially farther north tends to be pretty warm. Um, Tindarian fashion, and as you guys have heard, Kendrick is kind of a of, of well-to-do, typically includes... It's a dandy. Uh, yeah, a lot of um, finely tailored kind of long jackets, long almost like robes mm -hmm. that often include, um, you know, like a, a bit of a higher collar and uh, will often include like a... Um, you know, several clasps or buttons or, or hook and loop kind of things that then follows a bit of like a sweeping uh, closure along the front that usually will go up to one shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, people of particularly high station or wealth uh, will often add to that a kind of like shoulder cape or shoulder sash that they wear on one shoulder, yeah. which will hang down about to the uh, mid-calf. Um, Typically, those are in pretty vibrant colors, a lot of embroidered type fabrics of kind of a matching, complementing color, uh, like a brocade. Um, kind of think almost like these, these fabrics that are behind you, but of a uniform color, just varying sheens with blues and greens. And, you know, occasionally they'll be adorned with, you know, trim or something like that. The more bits and pieces and extra colors and trim work and things, typically the more expensive the garment would be. Um, Underneath of that, you know, comfortable, slim cut, but but loose breeches. Riding boots are very common, especially in Terra Ignota, because there's a lot of unpaved roadways and things like that. Um, travel wear tends to also then generally be well-tailored and um, lean, and they would prefer things like clean-cut wools over fur mantles. And things like that. Um, especially given that it's summer, people wearing fur would be pretty atypical this time of year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that sound like a reasonable description based mm -hmm. on what you and I were coming up with? Yeah. Amber and I sat down the other day and found a bunch of really awesome pictures. Yeah. And, and kind of shaped that. Kind of oh, melded cool. and yeah. shaped mm -hmm. Tindarian high fashion. Awesome. So relevant. It is relevant. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> So maybe the fur came from its source as opposed to from, mm -hmm. you know, clothing. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it's summer, like, so it wolves was would be shedding. against shedding. the sofa cushions, like, <laughs> kind of lower. This is true. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, which is... Like, you maybe a wolf was there? Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Well, we don't know it's a wolf. It's just wolf-like. Mm-hmm. Wolf fur. Or dog-like or, yeah. you know, animal-like. Yes, animal-like. Obviously, people have animal companions and such, so yeah. it's not out of the realm of possibility. Although, do you think someone would mention if there were wolves around? Or have we seen anyone with like would. animal companions like wolves and stuff in Fortwood? Speaking of like, mm -hmm. would I have any reason to think about like lycanthropy? Hmm. Because I... Arn Bureau, Good don't think that segue. that would be something. <laughs> Speaking of life, you don't think that that would be something that Alexander would, have would necessarily have, yeah. have had much or any experience with? Other than perhaps cursory training. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say well, no. I, or I don't know how like prevalent it might be in the Terra Ignota, Terra Regis. You've certainly never like, encountered general. any. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say with the knowledge 
nature role mm -hmm. probably have very yeah. little experience with anything of that mm -hmm. sort. Yep, yeah, that's what I was so saying. So it's hard to say. But has Emma... You could ask me. Well, no, I'm just saying that Alexander it wouldn't, wouldn't occur to, to Alexander yeah. to even yeah. ask. Right, it's not something that would... But like, Wolf but fur did, means I wolf. Was, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. say, doesn't say werewolf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was asking if it would have seemed odd or out of place in Forgewood from what we've seen over like the last day or so um, for someone to have an animal companion that might have fur like this. Yeah, make a knowledge local check for me if you would. I'll try. No. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> I was really focused on selling shit, guys, okay? The audience yeah. just getting a little tired, you know. Yeah. It's we haven't had dinner. <laughs> she hasn't had her wine yet. Yeah, Yeah, you're not sure. It's an interesting question, and now that you're thinking about it, you're not sure. But I'm gonna keep an eye out now. Certainly. Do you have like an empty vial or something we could put the fur in? I do. I have one more. Mm. Would you mind? We could buy some more fur. Cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could take we it take to like potions. Forester's Guild. Yeah. And come up with a story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we found this we were while breaking definitely into not breaking <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> So we broke into someone's house and found this fur. We'd like a, we'd like to report a missing we person. We were visiting our friend and found the <laughs> right. door open and found this fur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, master diplomancer here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> diplomancer. Like we were it. concerned we hadn't seen him for a while. We got to his house and the door was conveniently unlocked. Yeah, right. By me. Huh. This is cracked a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a believable lie. Anyway, what would you guys like to do at this point? I mean, call it a night. Well, do we want to look at the forge though? Oh yeah, night? the forge. I'll <laughs> scout it out. I don't want to like. Yeah. I don't want to immediately go in to it. I want to kind of scout out and see how like guard patrols are, how many people are around, um, that sort of thing. I do. I do think that I will be trying my very glamorous not glamorous cap that I bought. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, to make myself look extraordinarily normal. <laughs> <laughs> Average. Well, as, as all of you guys are sort of then stand and I think motioning to, to regroup and, and head out of I don't of know if house. we should go. <laughs> clears his throat for a moment. So, uh, um, <clears throat> sorry. Do you have any idea what could have happened? Unfortunately, I don't have an actual idea, but with the sort of thing that we've been encountering of what Ormond was commissioned to build, we have had a lot of sabotage. So I wouldn't have expected mm. it to spread this far. And? But... I'm worried that it might be the same source. We have had experience with a shapeshifter. A certain knoll. Yeah, I swear that you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, the fur, is it 
oily, like, was it, is it dirty-ass, like, nulfer? Make a like, survival check for me. Alexander, is this... Oh. Well, that's, that's a very good thought you've had, Urban. Didn't occur to me. That's a 21. 21. It, you, you kind of pop open the vial and take a good, a good whiff of the, of the, the fur. It doesn't smell like Noel. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wait. Hold on. What did I say? 21? 25. No, wait. Yes. It still doesn't smell Plus like Plus four Noel. bonus survival checks against Noel's. I assume that would apply to identifying Noel things. I don't know if that works in the negative, but either way, you're confident it's not Noel. Okay. Is clever, there... clever mechanical well, question though. So you've yeah. You've dealt with this sort of thing before? Well not as such. It's a long story. We, we've encountered difficulties surrounding the machinery that he was building. Yes. With you know people what? trying to destroy it, so I think we should probably just head out at this point. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. all let's all continue. We don't we don't actually have any information for you. <laughs> what? I did the finger gun. What's what's in your real, question? In real life in mm-hmm. uh, in in real life. In real life. He's like, what is this yeah. gesture? Yeah. Yeah. In real mm-hmm. role play. F- finger crossbows. Yeah. What? <laughs> what's your what's your question? So Emma? so. Is there any, like, glint of recognition from Percival? Does he seem like he's telling the truth? Make a, make a sense motive check. Oh, I know, but I can't just say, I have a sense motive, sense motive! Finger, finger crossbows. Yeah, we're, trying, we're both trying to make finger crossbows. <laughs> this is a thing now. Oh, that's a four. That's a four. A four? Yeah. He, he looks genuinely lost. Concerned. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a bit shook. He's he's shook. He's real shook. He's shook. Yeah. Finger, finger crossbows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got real pale at the blood and stuff. So, and we've just kind of been well, like scooting him around the room while we're looking around. So, I mean. Yeah. He's he's been he's been a little bit in a little bit of a daze, but he's been following you guys around and mm-hmm. sort of watching. Mm-hmm. He's he's been very presently just keeping an eye on everybody as mm-hmm. best he can. Um, yes. And he said, "All right. Well, does he seem to be suspiciously keeping an eye on us?" <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> why don't you make a sense? I mean, <laughs> or not? I mean, Ooh. how's a? Uh, uh, seven <laughs> on a natural one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's just keeping an eye out. Urban would also like to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, right. <laughs> I'll let you have this. <laughs> Man, we are all real tired. <laughs> Should I just. Is that. 14. Four, 14? Four, no. 14? That's much better. Oh, um, it is ten. I've... He Jesus. is doing his best to make sure, as as best you can tell, he seems to be doing his best to make sure 
these strangers, basically, who he just met earlier today, aren't stealing and or ransacking things from mm-hmm. his friend's house. It's, it's wisdom and a class skill, so one point is plus nine. One point is a nine, yeah, is a yeah. nine bonus one, plus, one the, plus the point. One point plus four, mm-hmm. and then you're plus five yeah. fucking wisdom. Plus on six wisdom. Plus six wisdom. So plus well, putting one point into it gives me plus ten. Okay. He sort of, he sort of, you can tell he's, he's racking his brain, and he says, I... What what are what are you all going to do? You you came here to to find him to speak with him as you said. Mm-hmm. I assume you're still motivated to do so. Yes, um, we have been tasked with getting the piece that he was supposed to build for our guy back in Crag. Um, so we're. We're going to investigate this and see where it leads. Any help you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, if you could, if you could not talk to anyone in particular about this, just for a couple days while we're trying to figure it out, we'll check back in with you and for the error. Well, why don't we make a... make a diplomacy check. Yeah. Yeah. General trustworthiness check. <clears throat> that would be a twenty-nine. Ooh. Twenty-nine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he sort of, sort of nods a little bit to himself. And he, he says, "You all seem like you know what you're doing. Uh, certainly, handling this better than I am. If." Um, All right, all right. I won't um, give you a few days at least. I I should. I can I can give you a few days. Um, yeah, if if you um, if you want to meet us back at the at Jan and Tonics maybe um, tomorrow night for for dinner or something with Fredir if you would like, we could catch up but we need a little bit sure. of time certainly certainly um yes that sounds that sounds all right would it be helpful yeah. maybe if percival went with us when we look into kendrick's family since he's he's a known face to them instead of strangers coming to knock on their door asking I've where not their son is i've spent much time at his estate myself mm-hmm. um has your known friend do you Recognized. I mean, if he was there, obviously. Um, okay. But it wouldn't lend us any additional credibility with them, or you were more associated with Kendrick rather than his extended clan or family. Or I could, I could join you if Kendrick is there. Um, that would certainly speed things along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to meet us? Um, meet us at, at dawn. Was, at the, do you want to meet us at the? Fate favor. I mean, what? I wouldn't fate want fate to interrupt favor, your yeah. work, though. I mean, I know you have to make a living, so. 
It would only take an hour or so out of my day. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering if we shouldn't, if we should go straight away in the morning, or if we should wait until the afternoon or something to speak with the family. I couldn't tell you. It's up to you, I suppose. Well, let's let's play um, the cast of blood biography in the morning if we don't learn anything new tonight, and then maybe that'll put us somewhere. But if you want to meet us there in the morning, he sort of he sort of gives you a, like a weird a blood biography. Uh, we can cast a spell on. That's why we were gathering the blood, and it will tell us a few questions about how the blood was shed uh, and whose blood it is. Oh. Um, if your friend is alive, he will have the option to try to. Uh, stop us from learning the information. Um, but if he is passed, it'll, it'll tell us. Mm-hmm. But either way, we'll know if he's alive. Will you know if it's opposed? That's yes. Okay. If it's a sing- if it's a one that's, if that's I a one time thing, I uh-huh. test command. I know if they resist it. Oh. So we yes. Should- yes. Cool. I I should like to meet you in the morning then. Very um, well. Yeah. Having at least some knowledge would put me at ease. Uh, I, yeah, um, yeah, where would you like to meet? We can... We, well, we never saw your shop, so we don't know. Um, for Deers, if you want to loop her in... Um, Do you want her to just meet us She's the probably favor? going to be busy for a few days yeah. with her That's kind of what I thought. Um, but we could meet in the, the middle of the Merchant's Vale. Well, sure. maybe you shouldn't... It shouldn't be hard to spot you all there. Why don't you just come to the inn and meet us there for breakfast? Which one? Fate and Favor? Yeah, sure. that's the one. What? Is that a reverse thing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. I just don't remember. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there in the morning. Excellent. Okay. Um, I guess may or may perhaps not my better judgment, I uh, seem to trust you all, so... Well, Ondine is very, pers- very trustworthy. <laughs> 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 That was supposed I, to be a compliment. Uh, yes. We have nothing but the best intentions here. We, we genuinely want to know what happened and make sure you yes. well. Well, thank you. I, uh... I suppose we should take our leave then, and I'll, uh, yeah. meet you in the morning. Yes. Thank you for, um, accompanying us. Of course. Undine, do you all want to go to the forge area? Do you want to go by yourself? Um. What time of day is it? Uh, right now? Or night? Or it evening? is It is mid-evening. Mid-evening? Dus- it is dusking. We'll okay. Say. Well. I think, I think that maybe we should go have some dinner, because we're obviously a little tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then maybe go back a little later it doesn't have to be everyone probably I'd want at least one person for kind of a lookout situation mm-hmm. um but I have I do have the cap I could come up with a disguise um because I myth is really recognizable yeah I probably shouldn't Alexander is a little bit easier to and mm-hmm. and urban year a little easier to disguise maybe but well and um, I can be I can be two people as well. I can I can stand in one spot 
and bird brain can stand in another, and I can yeah. use my empathic link with him if he notices anything spooky. He can send me spooky vibes, and then he can jet to you and alert you. Okay. Um, or I can work. Or vice versa. Um, I, I think we probably want to be a little bit stealthy. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I mean, absolutely no offense, Urban. You're not the stealthiest. Take my armor off. <laughs> <laughs> um, True. Are there, uh, I should have asked him, I assume that shop is going to be locked by the time we go back. What shop? There, Ferdier's shop. Ferdier's Forge? Yeah. Ferdier's workshop? Yeah. The workshop? Oh, you Do the workshops of... lock? Aren't they just tents? Yeah, He's referring to Ferdier, the armor, uh, yeah. the gnomish armorer. She had a building. Oh, okay. Her workshop okay. was a building, yeah. not an open-air forge. Okay. But Ormond's was an open-air forge. Right. I was going to go in there, but, but I assume she's locked it up for the night and wouldn't really be kosher to break in. Yeah. So. Hmm. What, what did you need there? I could see above while you... Oh, right. Um. Hmm. Well, why don't you and Alexander go, and if it... Goes bad. Yeah. Send Burbrain. Well, yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't necessarily want to jump the gun and do something that might get us, uh, caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are uh, you, When are you guys having this conversation? By the way. <clears throat> over dinner. Are we? Okay, you guys have already left. We've We've already left, right? Okay. Yeah. And we're like wandering. We're having like a a hushed a, a conversation walking. amongst ourselves while yeah. we walk. Okay. Back yeah. I wasn't sure. Fate and favor. You dinner. guys had discussed that, but you didn't. Ever, we're like, okay, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you want to just? Uh, I don't know. Emeth and I can do whatever. I'll try to identify the flintlock. And yeah. You guys can go. Did you guys take the the flint rod with you? I definitely. Saw. I thought we were leaving everything okay. because I didn't. I specifically didn't want to steal anything from from oh. Herman's house while Percival was there. Well, Alexander didn't have those <laughs> concerns. I thought I specifically That's why I'm you the saying. trustworthy one. I know. I thought I heard well, you say you took it. I had thought about identifying it there. Well, I had detect magic. Did you take it or not? You guys spent a lot of time. If you want to retroactively have identified okay. it, then, then we'll, we'll right. go and do that. Yeah, I'll just I'll just do one of those real quick while we're there. Mm. What is that? Spellcraft plus yeah. die roll? Plus anything else? Um, it's a skill. Yeah, it's just a spellcraft check. Okay, so I got a 12. A 12? I got a 15. Hmm. <laughs> Neither of those are, are high enough to identify a magic item. So. No? Let me, let me check. The 15 yeah. might do it. Hang on, hang on. You said it's a flint? Mm-hmm. Flint the rod only. <coughs> Did you extend a, a cast ma- detect magic? No, I assume we're both gonna try. Put it on the table and Okay, going back just to take a look yeah. at it. Okay. Yeah. Um the fifteen is enough. Uh specifically because you know the spell. It's basically mm-hmm. a, a spark rod. Okay. So it's it looks like a flint rod, but basically you can strike it against something and it'll cast oh. spark. Well, it's like an like an endless flint rod. Definitely leave it. 
Yes, I can do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's smart. <laughs> well, that's cool though. Yeah. If you can't do that, that's pretty helpful. I have, I have, I have that might what, be what it is. <laughs> Those are detect magic spell uh, and prestidigitation. Okay, as you guys so, head back to the Fate and Favor, uh, take a quick, quick break. Agreed. Right. Restroom break. Yep. Refill break. Yep. Okay, we're ready to kick back in. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm ready. You guys have returned back to the Fate and Favor. You go about your dinner. Is there anything specific you guys want to do while eating, or? Um. We well, can... we could take the food to our rooms, right? And then we can continue to talk, slash do a disguise if we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. did, uh, mm-hmm. okay. It cut off a little bit, so I wasn't sure if we were going to disguise Alexander. <laughs> Could do. I mean, you, you would have to. I don't think I'm, I'm not terribly capable no. of disguising oh, myself. I wasn't saying you do <clears throat> it, I was saying me do it. <laughs> um, I could either let you use the cap. Or come up with a disguise for you. I think I think you should use the cap. Because you're you'll be the wait, are we in private now? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Where wherever you guys want to be. Okay. Well. We're in one of our rooms at this point, yeah. Yeah. Because you'll be the one doing the um less than lawful activity. Well, she's a little more striking in appearance too. True. So. True. Much more recognizable. Well, I'm just mean, a I man can, with a bird. I, <laughs> I I have the hat. I have the disguise cloak, which I have never set up with oh. any disguises. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I have disguise kits, so I mean. Well, can you can you disguise can, me? We can all have disguises. <laughs> Can you, is there a disguise other? Can yeah, you, you can, can. Yeah. yeah. How does the cloak okay. work? I did that on Urban mm-hmm. when we were doing the uh, interrogation at the jail. It's, 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 it's just a yeah. skill check. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's just a skill check. The cloak allows you to store get disguises and then immediately right. just oh, poof, oh, baby, and okay. change yeah. your appearance. Which I've never appearance. done. So if I, if I do a disguise on myself, I could store it. So do you do a very good disguise and then make the choice to store it? Uh, what's the name of that item, Kate? Cloak of, it's cloak you, of many disguises, I think. Dis- disguise cloak. That's what you guys called it. It says stores up to three distinct disguises, standard action to activate, free action to dispel. That's all I wrote down. It is a quick change cloak. Quick change cloak. Very good to know. Uh, Ondine, I would also like to cast status on you or Alexander. Um, let me know I if do something... it on Alexander. Well, I was more thinking, you know, hmm? if you're the one that's going to potentially get caught. What will status tell you? Something, she gets injured or mm-hmm. spell is cast on her. Or that's a good idea. Anything, anything bad. I can't, like, read your thoughts or anything. Allegedly. Okay. How long does I that guess last? that's okay. Six hours. Okay. I will cast it on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. You take a moment. 
and cast status on Ondine and become aware of her general well-being. And position. And position. Oh. Okay. You want to whip up a disguise? <coughs> I also have an invisibility potion. I'd say that's a, that's a no <laughs> shit, but real good if you need it. Yeah. yeah. I'll have that handy yeah. when mm-hmm. I actually go in. Mm-hmm. Just in case. I can't remember how long it lasts for because I don't have my notes right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Probably just a minute or two. Um, first level, three minutes. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yeah. To get away from guard, guard your clothes and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so, you want me to do a disguise on you, Alexander? Yes. Or yes, do you please. want to wear the hat? No, no. You do a disguise on me and then you wear the hat. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, I'll pull out one of my disguise kits and let's see. Uh, your hair is kind of what? Brown, right? Brown. Brown, yeah. Brown. Um, let's see if chops. we can, like make your make your hair like a darker brown because it's kind of a medium brown right yeah let's kind of darken it and brown, like like dishevel it a little bit and mm-hmm. um you're you're clean shaven except for your mutton chops so let's, yeah. let's see if i can give you like um like a goatee or or mm-hmm. something um do you have you have some other clothes that you haven't been wearing around town, right? Yes, I do. I have, I have a number of. I have a, I have a courtier's outfit. I have a hot weather clothing. I have cold weather clothing. Um, I have my my explorer's outfit that I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm. A sort of day to day wear. Well, I think if you can just change into something that's not too flashy, so definitely not the courtier's outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose. Kind of nondescript colors, maybe. We can dirty it up a little bit. You can clean it later with your uh, magic. Okay. <clears throat> Hot weather outfit? So, um, yeah, just like brown or, you know, something kind of darker colors a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just... uh. Just kind of change your appearance a bit. How's that sound? Sounds sounds good. Well. <clears throat> so, I can't remember how using it is. Should I change how I talk? Like one of the lower classes? Yes. Me lord. <laughs> me lord. Or, should do or that. <laughs> Alexander, let me just make one suggestion. Yes. Don't talk. <laughs> Very well, but I've been working on this accent. Oh dear. <laughs> We're gonna have to keep working on that. Oh, oh no. Um. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, uh, go and okay, make a see. disguise check and add a plus two bonus for using the disguise kit. Yeah, that's... I just pulled that up. Okay. <clears throat> okay, well, it's a 17, so that's not terrible. No, that's mm-hmm. a pretty pretty passable disguise. Mm-hmm. 
And what exactly have you changed? Uh, darken his hair and try to give him, like, the appearance of some facial hair and his clothes and kind of, like, just a little bit dirtier and, like, disheveled a little bit. Okay. And I've yeah. changed into my hot weather outfit. Okay. Are you going to bring human. a weapon with you? Not trying to make him look um, like a woman or not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just fill in between the chops. Yeah. 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 Um, do I not have my dagger on anymore? Can I throw it at something? <laughs> okay. I'll take. Do you? Not the. Not the. I'm not taking my falchion. I don't think. There is a masterwork dagger. Okay. I'll take. I the, took it from I'll Kotlin. take the masterwork dagger and I'll leave. Oh, so it's a small size masterwork dagger. I guess it would be, would well, be. I. I, I just went off the loot table that it was a masterwork dagger from Codfons. Was it, it from his lair? It wasn't his specifically. I don't recall either way. Okay. We'll assume it's a medium size. Okay. It good, was good probably Cod. just mm-hmm. from the lair. Um, I just wrote okay. down masterwork dagger. I don't yeah, know. no worries. Sorry. Yeah. No worries. For me, I... I have the hat, okay. but it doesn't change. It doesn't change any of my clothes or anything. So I'm gonna. Um, Emmet, mm-hmm. what color is your cloak? I have just a beaten explorer's cloak. It's mundane, okay. so I yeah. would imagine it's kind of a green brown. A, a greenish brown. Gray. Okay. Can I borrow that? We're yeah. about the same height, so it's not going to be too terribly long on me. Sure, yeah. Um, I'll change into, I'm wearing like a hot weather outfit or whatever, so I'll just change into um, like my normal like traveler's clothes. Just something different that people haven't been seeing me in. Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can. I want to still keep my uh, weapons on me. But I'm going to try maybe wrapping the pommel of my rapier with, like, some scraps of, you know, cloth or something. Just to kind of get it to not be super recognizable because someone has recognized it. Okay. Or, like, you know, made note of it. And what about your physical appearance? Um, so the hat, I don't... What's the hat actually called so I can see? Uh, it's a slightly altered version of the hat of human guys, but basically it lets you cast disguise self on yourself. So uh, you can alter your entire appearance, including altering your weaponry, armor, any carried equipment, and you get a plus 10 bonus on a disguise check. Okay. Um, Jesus. So... Yeah. I would like to... make myself blonde with like a like a tanner complexion a little bit more rounded maybe like go a little bit more humany yeah i know that like trying to change the the race will bring down the uh, or bring up the dc but not with disguise self yeah um so like human okay. blonde <laughs> kind of like um more more muscular a little bit like not as 
um, willowy almost, <laughs> you know, just okay. a, like, pretty good, just decent worker looking average, Okay. You know? Yeah, go ahead and make a disguise check. Okay. That's a natural 20 plus 10 what? is 30. All right. As on plus being... the circumstance? Plus 10. 40? Plus 10. So, so 40. 40. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it. On, on Dean's entire existence it. becomes completely unrecognizable. <laughs> as now in front of you, you <laughs> see a uh, relatively nondescript blonde human woman. Uh, most of her gear has completely changed appearance, uh, and although she's still wielding a blade, it no longer even looks like a rapier, probably coming across as a bit more just like a mundane short sword. Um, oh, I didn't know it changed the appearance of your weapons. Yep. Oh, well then never mind. <laughs> wow. But yeah. That's impressive. Having having never yeah. actually worked with this before, for whatever reason, with all the intent and focus, absolutely nothing about Ondine is recognizable <laughs> at this point. Including Emmeth's cloak, which has actually changed to be a foot shorter and a completely different color. <laughs> uh, well, then, I'm I think like you're set. I'm, like, picking at it going, I, I think that this didn't actually change. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <coughs> I'm not concerned. Sorry. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Alexander, Ondine, are you guys headed out? And what about Emmeth and Urban? Are you guys... Well, how close is the Merchant's Vale to the Forge District? Could we just kind of meander, and in case Birdbrain needs us, we could be closer? I mean, it's not a small town, so you guys have got 10, 15 minutes of, you mm. know, walking to do to get over to the, where his uh, forge is located. But we're not in the Merchant's Vale, so where is the Merchant's Vale in comparison? Isn't the Merchant's Vale like where all the shops are, not where the yeah. forge is? No, no, but you guys are currently in the Merchant's Vale. Oh, we are. Because okay. that's where Fate and Favor is, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys stayed in the Merchant's Vale, you're probably 10 minutes to 15 minutes away from the forge. Um, if you guys want to be within eyeshot or earshot, you're going to need to be in the forge district. Do you, do you want to be a second line of defense just in case, or should we just stay here? The odds of us being overly Maybe conspicuous or... I'm, I know. It probably wouldn't hurt if you are taking a casual walk around, like, kind of the other streets around that area. The, you're not, like, on the same street. It wouldn't hurt. It's... Could we be still in the Merchant's Vale? Would it look where there are still quite a bit of foot traffic? And you be, cannot be, be in the Merchant's Vale and have any visibility on the forge. Not visibility, but I mean, like, still maybe two minutes at a dead run away versus 15. If you sprinted, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, let's do okay. that. Um, okay, then I'm going to take off my breastplate <clears throat> and I'm going to leave my greatsword. Okay. Uh, not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> I think it's wonderful people who wear armor there we go. be armed. Um, we were just walking. Sorry, around. I was trying to clarify something and it didn't unmute. 
the Forge District kind of has a couple of layers to it, uh-huh. right? Because there's 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 that main area by the Grand Forge with the lava flow and the open air forges, right? Mm-hmm. But then what is still considered the Forge District spreads out from that a ways with buildings and workshops and stuff that's not directly next to the lava. Yeah. Right? So to reach Orman's Forge, even at a dead sprint, you'd probably have to be in the Forge District at least a little bit. I guess, I guess for uh, sprinting for like two minutes, sure, you could probably get there from the Merchant's Vale. Yeah, I think but so. But if you want to be well, and, and close, I... there's that middle buffer section where there's all sorts of workshops and buildings and things. And that's kind of where I was thinking that you guys might... We don't actually know what the foot traffic is like over there, and that's kind of why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. It might be that there are still quite a few people walking around, so... I don't know. It's up to you. I think we should just take off a minute after they do. and Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we can see the giant forge, so don't get too close. Mm -hmm. Armored and ready? I have a cleric's vestment over all my armor. Yeah. Is it? Did yeah. we find that? Is it unusual for people to walk around armed? Yeah, we just walked around all day, decked to the nines, and no one well, cared. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not yeah. entirely uncommon. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Particularly in Terra Ignota, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon to walk around. Mm-hmm. Most merchants usually have guards. Mm-hmm. Most adventurers mm-hmm. and a lot of the couriers and stuff typically are armed to some capacity. Okay. Okay. So. Are we going for it? I would. I think we should. Yeah. I would like to slip out of the inn unnoticed, so that if anyone asks, it's as if we just went up to our rooms for the evening, mm-hmm. and then we're not seen leaving again. Yeah, At least on and I. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a um, back door? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is there a rear exit or something? Um. No, I mean, you guys could climb out of a window from your second floor if you wanted to. But, yeah, I mean, there's a fair bit of activity downstairs. It wouldn't be unreasonable yeah. to just blend in and slip out the front door, okay. given your guys' I mean, disguises. I just want to be, like, on, like... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you guys want to climb out or just kind of head down out front? Just... I think we could just head, head, head down, down out front. I mean, yeah. I mean... You have a pretty good disguise, and mm-hmm. I, let's face it, I'm very much not myself right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. But would the innkeep be like, who the fuck are these people coming down from upstairs? You don't know. Well, that that's what I'm concerned about, is the innkeep would be like, wow, there's, who are these weird people? Would you like me I to go down and enter? engage them in conversation or something? Sure. Okay. Distraction. Be... Yes. Go. Yeah, I guess we could go down and, I don't know, ask about something. Make sure he's back. Don't start stairs. any fights. Fight started. No promises. Right. <laughs> it would be distracting, though. Very distracting. It would be distracting, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, it, so, go and look. I mean, I'll look for a good Okay, moment. let me look out the window. Cut. What's outside the window? How busy is it? How conspicuous would it be if I tried to climb out the window? Um, make a perception check. 
And then we got the ladder uh, too. So I mean, you guys are—you guys are in the heart of the Merchant's Vale right now, and it is, you know, peak evening activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of foot traffic heading to and from the Merchant's Vale right now. Um, people are heading off to find their favorite eateries and places to, you know, get dinner and drink and unwind from the day. The foot track is, is is relatively busy. How conspicuous would it be? Very. Yeah. It would be almost impossible to climb out of a window without somebody seeing you at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> yep. Okay, so we're taking the direct approach. Um, Urban and Emmeth can distract the barkeep slash innkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, do your best, guys. And um, we can just mosey on out. Mm-hmm. As inconspicuous and stealthily as possible. Casual. Don't act weird. Casual. Don't act weird, Alexander. <laughs> so again, <laughs> <laughs> no accent. Please. Please, right. no. Fine. Maybe like hold bird brain like under like your arm or something. You don't want them to see the. Oh. Well, we can we we can let bird brain out the window. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, Birdbrain will. Um, Birdbrain will t- just ask him to go. Just t- ask him to go sit outside the forge. Mm-hmm. We'll meet him there. Mm-hmm. Okay, make a stealth check for Birdbrain. Very well. <sighs> Big money. No. Twenty-three. <laughs> okay. You let Birdbrain out the window, and he just kind of slips off up into a nearby tree. Twenty-three is a not big money. Yeah, I rolled a four. What you roll? Okay, <laughs> Urban Emmett. Hello. What would you guys like to do to engage? As as you guys head down the stairs, um, there are a number of people currently in the inn, ga- grabbing dinner, eating at you know a couple of the various tables. Um, there appears to be about twenty-one people. Okay. Is there an in, is there an innkeeper that has or a bartender or something that has a very clear line of visibility to the stairs that we came down? Sorta. Okay. I mean, it's a visible space, okay. uh, but it's not like you know the stairs come right down directly in front of the bar. The well, bar is kind of in the mm-hmm. corner. The stairs sort of come down off to the side. So if we maybe went to the far side of the bar and got him to face us, yeah. his back would be to the stairs. Yeah, his attention would be away from it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll head down to the end of the bar with Emmeth and yeah. you know not try to not snap my fingers or anything because I, I know these things. <laughs> You know, just whenever he catches eye. Okay. And I'll keep an eye out for when the when an auspicious time to go is. Maybe we should just order drinks if it's so busy. He probably doesn't have time to chit chat, right? Gonna try to chit chat. Yeah. Okay. Wait till he got annoyed. Speak up. He's going to wait. It was going to try to chit chat a little bit, but. Okay. You know. okay. Thanks, because yeah. I could not hear a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the din of the tavern is pretty noisy. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. I think you were the barkeep. Stealthily yeah. quiet. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't hear what what was happening. <laughs> Emmeth and I are going to the end of the bar, where presumably the bartender would have to have his back to the stairs, and then try to right. talk to talk to him for a thirty seconds or something until he gets annoyed that we're bothering him in the middle of the dinner rush and yeah. leaves. We should ask him for something. Let's like, go talk to him about the assassin vines. See if you had a oh. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what he says. He might not have any knowledge. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys kind of go over and get his attention. He's he's in the middle of serving someone. He's sort of comes over to you. Right. Um, can I help you with? Well, we are actually hoping for a little uh, a local knowledge. We're we're in town and we uh, we were tasked with a, a task by the Foresters Guild, and we we're hoping that uh, maybe you could help us out. Uh, uh, while well, we also ordered some drinks. Um, do you know anything Certainly. about a, do you know anything about assassin vines and uh, and them holding up the work of the Foresters oh, no. Guild? Right not. No. Okay. Um, well, yeah, they they seem to be seem to be a real problem for the for the guild, and uh, thought maybe some other people in town would know about it. Doesn't sound good. No. What did you want to drink, by the way? <clears throat> uh, two ales, please. Right. So it turns around. I assume they I, went down. Yeah, he did the. He did the okay, was that enough? Later. Go and make go and make stealth checks, uh, you guys. Stealth, but like I'm just walking down super casual. Well, but yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're nonchalant checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, twenty six. Oh man. Well, twenty. This dice is on fire, you guys. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys slip down the stairs, disappear into the crowd, and pass out the front door without anybody seemingly taking notice. Nice. Very good. Okay. So, I'm so proud. Okay. All right. So we'll... All right, Ondine. So now we'll make our way to the... Not too fast. Yeah. But brisk pace. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So we can drink our ale in, in and about not together. one or two minutes. We'll pay, you know, leave a couple silver and mm-hmm. sure. head out. You're just going to knock back a tankard of ale in two minutes? Yes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yep. Just down it. Just down mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's not like it's an IPA or something. Like that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> ale, is, ale is pretty light because it's the water replacement. Well, mm-hmm. we could always, you know, slash. leave half of the glass on a table and before we leave, so it just blends in. Emmeth probably knocks the whole thing. <laughs> Alright. Alexander and Andy, and you guys kind of dart through the Merchant's Veil vale, mm-hmm. um, briskly, but not conspicuously, mm-hmm. making your way towards the Forge District. Uh, the rain from that thunderstorm has settled in, and it's kind of dripping through the tree canopy in various places, and splattering down across the roofs of houses and you can kind of see how it like will often cascade from a higher tree house onto mm-hmm. lower ones and begin to kind of wind its way down. In a number of cases, um, it, it's not uncommon to have like ropes or chains hanging from higher ones that now are carrying the water mm-hmm. down to specific areas on the ground just to kind of keep things a little bit more tidy. Um, Sorry, I turned my volume up uh, and it made the screen just like flicker weirdly. So, sorry if my face looked a little perturbed. No worries. Uh, you guys travel for a few, a few minutes, ten or so minutes, and then kind of enter the outskirts of the Forge District. Uh, it's considerably more quiet here. Um, there are perhaps just a number of workshops in the vicinity where you can still see lights on inside, maybe some people getting late night work done. Most of the open air forges have now been shut down at this point. 
Uh, go ahead and make a perception check, both of you. Yeah. Um, I specifically just want to look out for guards mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. 23? 17. Okay. You guys kind of watch as you begin to make sort of a cursory lap around mm -hmm. the Forge District. Um, make a... Make a bluff check, both of you. Okay. Oops. Oh, okay. Very 21. Well. Ooh, 16. Ooh, careful, babe. <laughs> Take a trip to the ER to play the rest of our session. Okay, so so I was... My buddy was stayed at my last Thursday. Mm -hmm. and anyway, I dripped a little water on the floor. We were cooking, and I was like, chop, chop, chop. And I slip a little bit with a knife and it goes straight like that. Like my right foot slid out, yeah. and so this went forward. Oh, no. and it was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> the like, big old chef's knife. Yeah. Like, we're both just like, ooh. Okay, okay. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, that's a. What I'm was. Glad the, I'm glad the ER is a minute away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what was your guys' bluff rolls? 16. 21. 21. No, you were 17. No, my... You said 17. My perception was a 17. Yeah, uh -huh. My bluff roll was a 16, which at plus right, zero I got a 21, so... Okay. And were you guys traveling side by side, or you no. guys had spaced out? Spaced, right? I, I think probably once we got to the Forge District, like, um, maybe I was going, like, a little ahead of him. Okay. Because he was going to yeah. hang back, because Burbrain's yeah. already presumably outside the Forge. Okay. Yeah. You guys kind of begin to you know, separate and examine as you're taking the first kind of cursory laps around. Um, Ondine, you, well, both of you can quickly surmise that though it is infrequent, uh, various town guards do patrol mm -hmm. this area. Mm -hmm. Usually one by themselves, often not in pairs, and given the current downpour, they're generally kind of hanging to overhangs and surveying an area before mm -hmm. sort of, you know, pulling the hood up and quickly trotting to another sort of vantage point. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They definitely keep watch over the area, but it's not super close. Uh, most of them are carrying hooded lanterns at this point as well, mm -hmm. uh, just be to keep the rain out of, you know, off of a torch or anything like that. Um, Ondine, you kind of slip by relatively unnoticed. However, Alexander, you glance behind you, and though he's not approaching you, mm -hmm. you do seem to have caught the attention of one particular guard who is watching you carefully. Mm -hmm. I'll just keep walking. Okay. Just yeah. I'll just take it. I'll just take a lap. Okay. As you continue walking, he just continues to follow you and tends to watch you from. Hundred feet or so back, mm -hmm. shouting distance, but doesn't appear to be approaching. Just very clearly is tailing you as mm -hmm. you're walking around. Um. Okay. Yeah. I will walk him away from where Andine is doing the breaking in. Okay. Make a. Uh, make a. Diplomacy roll. What? Oh, it's another one I'm really good at. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I am. Natural 20. Okay. <laughs> so, so picking up on this fact that this guy is tailing you, you decide to work with this. And maybe play up the suspicion a little bit, but intentionally lead him around through workshops and actually draw his attention away mm-hmm. from the main uh, forge area. Ondine, you do actually see this as an opportunity that there's now one guard that has a visual across the area and he's far, far at the other end, kind of hanging out by some workshops uh, and you can just barely make him out through the, the downpour. Mm-hmm. And Birdbrain okay. is watching as well, just to okay. stealth, if he's being stealthy. Let's go ahead and make a, a perception for Birdbrain. Okay, perception for Birdbrain. Yeah, just real quick. Oh, 20. Okay. Rolled in one. <laughs> a, natu- a natural one on a skill check? Yes. Okay. Yeah. A natural um, one on a skill check. Birdbrain's having a real rough time. He, yeah. He, trying to obey your wishes has perched himself up on top of one of the open air forges and is just sopping wet mm-hmm. at this point. And uh, he f- seems that his attention is elsewhere. You get a, a good sense of annoyance and irritation oh, from no. bird brain. But uh, Ondine, this looks like it's potentially your chance, so if you want to do something, this is a good opportunity. If not... Okay. Um... Yeah. I... Uh... So there's, there's like, no one else around, really. Um, th- if I remember, hit, uh, Ormond's open-air forge kind of had, like, like a, a hanging, right? In, down in front, like, kind of blocking off from the street view? No. Or was it just completely open? It's just open. There are short walls that surround oh. most of it. It was a... And it's a canopy Nathan's over the top. next door mm-hmm. that had the hanging, I think. That's fine. Okay, um... Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that that guy is not watching me, right? Yeah, you, you've got a pretty good sense that he can't really see you from here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I've been just kind of strolling along at a pretty decent pace, kind of acting like annoyed and like put up, you know, it's raining, ugh, I am walking here, you know, that kind of thing. And then I'm just going to kind of just, mm, just kind of... Uh, Take a quick little ray into Ormond's uh, forge. Okay. You kind of dart in under the canopy, out of the rain. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. given given the downfall, you've actually got a pretty decent curtain of rain kind of running off of yeah. the, the canopy overhang. Except for a small yeah. spot where it's kind of dripped down a little bit and is bloop, bloop, bloop into the inside of the... Uh, the thing on a particular spot yeah. where the canopy hasn't quite been stretched tight enough. What's going on with the lava? Mm. Um, that's a good question. Uh, it is hissing like crazy okay. as Lots rainfall is kind of into the into the magma flow. Uh, yeah, that actually puts off a pretty considerable amount of steam, and the air here is uh, mm. exceptionally humid. Mm. It's uh, Foggy. kind of sauna-like and is a little bit refreshing in a sense or would be if it wasn't quite so stifling and uh, something about the rainfall really just gets that sulfur smell kind of 
into the air. Yeah. It really clears out mm. the sinuses. Yeah, yeah, my pores are really open. Your pores are right real now. open. Roll a pores check. <laughs> what do I add to that? Yeah. Anyway, so you stepped into the into the forge. Yes. Do you want me to do a stealth roll? Nope. Or no, I'm good. Okay. You're good. I have rolled right. terrible on perception against you. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go in and kind of like back into the shadows because I'm assuming it's pretty shadowy in here. You know, um, I've got low light vision, so I should be fine. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you know, you are in filtered light. You could be seen if someone was close enough, but no one seems to be terribly close at this moment, and there's a lot of obscure, obscuration from the rain. Okay, um, so I'm I'm gonna just like take a few seconds and make sure that no one is like following or watching, um, and then I'm gonna go over to the um, to the cabinet. cabinet? Mm-hmm. What was it? Yeah, it was a cabinet. And. Um, uh, in my belt pouch, I have my my thieves tools okay. and my potion of invisibility. <laughs> okay. So I I specifically did that. Sure. And I will um, attempt to open the cabinet. Okay. Go ahead. Disable device check. Uh, plus two for using thieves tools. Oh really? I think I so. I've never done that before. <laughs> um, regardless. It is a 25 plus 2 is 27. Yeah, this lock is not terribly complicated. Uh, you pop it open in maybe 15 <coughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. Nice. The cabinet's um, unlocked. And in it was... So it said... Um, from what Urban described, <laughs> there was a jacket, books, and a small box is what I'm expecting to find in there. And that is what you find inside the cabinet. Okay. I am going to pick up the box. Okay. It's a small box, roughly like a, like a small cigar box in size. Maybe, you know, six inches across, four inches, and just a couple inches tall. Has a very basic kind of like wood-burnt design in the top of it. Vaguely geometric in shape. Locked? Nope, just a box. I will open it? Inside is a uh, fairly finely crafted, like, jeweler's loop. Like, basically a, a silver a silver kind of tube with a magnifying lens set in the end of it. And it's sort of packed in there with just a little bit of, like, straw for padding. Okay, um... I don't know if this has any sort of value. Uh, I don't know if it's magic because I'm not that person. <laughs> I am going to tuck it into the bag of holding. Okay. Make a make a sleight of hand check real quick. Twenty-four. Huh? Four. What was it? Twenty-four. Yeah. Twenty-four. You quickly tuck it away. Oh. I'm not fire <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I want to I want to look in the pockets of the jacket, see if there's any notes. Yes. Um, <laughs> anything in the boots, any any compartments that I'm not seeing, just looking for anything. You take a couple of moments, or maybe even a minute or so and just rifle through everything else in the cabinet. The jacket is clean, 
dry. The boots are similarly clean with just a faint bit of mud around them. There are no notes. There's no other information, no keys, no nothing. That's it. That's okay. it. Okay. Um, uh, I'll put everything back where it was except for the box. Okay. Um, close the door and, and relock it. Okay. Make another, and, uh, make a, make a, make an enable device check. Go ahead and just make another <laughs> disable device check. Just disable device. Okay, that's a thirty. Yeah, it's no, it's no trouble at all. You use your thieves' tools to relock the cabinet. It's locked uh-huh. better than it was uh, before yeah. somehow. <laughs> I want to, I want to just take a quick uh, look around and look like. Does it look like anything has been moved since I was there earlier in the day? Yeah, good question. Um, Make a perception check. Oh, thirteen. <laughs> No, everything seems to be as it was. Okay. Um, Alright, I'm going to just um, kind of go up to the front and look and see uh, if any of the guards are closer. Um, sure. One more perception check. 21 this time. You can just faintly see that light off in the distance. It seems to be exactly where it was before. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd like to quickly exit and go. Um, there's space between the forges. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'd like to just, uh, from the opposite side of where I'm seeing the light, like quickly go out and then around the corner of that the Ormond's Forge and just like disappear into the night. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, going around the corner of Ormond's Forge doesn't get you any disappearance because it's low walls, like two or three feet high. Um, yeah. Okay. It's it's just a an open structure, like a like a gazebo. Um, but well, you can but dart I, across the road and t- and disappear between a few of the workshops across the road. Sure. Yeah. I just want to get like in going the opposite direction from where that guard is, um, so I can get behind something that'll that'll just he can't see me at all anymore. Okay. In this time, where have you led this guard to? Um. So I know that he's, it's obvious that he's following He's you. following you, okay. yeah. but mostly just in keeping an eye on you as yeah, opposed yeah. to, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I would just, um, Kind of lead him around away from where Andin is and try to sort of keep him walk him away so that it would take him like a while to get back to where Andin is until okay. I'm satisfied that it's like been a few minutes. Been a few minutes and you know, it'd be like a couple a couple minutes walk for him to get back to the, okay. the forge and then kind of sort of wander back towards the okay. market district, I guess. Yeah. You kind of, yeah, you kind of meander your way, winding mm-hmm. through the various workshops and kind of start tailing back towards the mm-hmm. Merchant's Vale. Um, 
after a few minutes, he ultimately kind of judges your direction and, and gives up. Um, and you kind of just see him stop and watch you continue to head back towards the Merchant's Vale as he decides to get out of the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple moments later, Ondine kind of pops around from an alleyway relatively near to where you are. And okay. you guys re- rejoin. I'll tell Birdbrain that he's, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Birdbrain let you know when Ondine left. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. He did notice that. Yes. Okay. The natural one wasn't like... He was he was he's close enough that he cranky. was yeah he's he's upset about it and wasn't yeah. really paying attention for right. guards but he did let you know when Andine left. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I probably see Alexander and um. Well, maybe just join him. You know. You see someone who looks like Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you, like you, Alexander. You see the individual who you know is Alexander, but is very clearly does not look like Alexander at this moment. Mm-hmm. He looks like exactly who I made him look like. <laughs> yes, that is true. I recognize my own disguise mm-hmm. on someone else. Mm-hmm. Some of some um, of the some of the the soot that you put in his hair to darken it is beginning to sort of like run down the sides yeah. of his face a little bit. He looks even messier well, he than he was before. He looks dirty now. Like yeah, he looks, he looks very dirty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll walk up and be like, Alex, you look very working class. <laughs> Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back. Yes, yes, let's. Why, since you're heading back, I'll grab a mess and say that they're heading back. All right. Okay. Yeah, some time passes and you guys are able to reconvene in the fate and favor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before we get back in, I'm going to take off the disguise hat so I look like myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I go into... Well, um, but wait. Because we wanted it to well, seem like you guys never left the room, right? Did it? Did we want it to look like that? He, he's so distracted he doesn't know. Yeah, but okay. I wouldn't want some this, random new person to walk in and just go straight upstairs. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So. But gonna, Alexander can, can still look like himself. Can I the Because I could just myself? be taking him back up to my room, you know. So. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've got you know I'll be like okay we're gonna we're gonna link arms, and we're gonna go upstairs. I look like myself now. You don't. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think press digitation, digitation would clean a disguise off of yeah. someone. I don't see why not since it's a mundane disguise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well then, never mind. Yeah. Fine. Ugh. Maybe takes okay. a couple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just undisguise myself. All right. Oh, Might I just look like myself, but damp. So, if, uh, if if they ask about where where we were coming from, just let me do the talking. Very well. Oh wait, you're well, not just using didn't... the accent. It's fine. Everything's fine. No, it's why would I use such a such a boorish and low class accent? <laughs> <laughs> Get a bottle of wine to go upstairs. Yeah, it's no trouble at all. You guys yeah. head back into the tavern relatively unnoticed. Still large population in there? 20 people or so? It's waned a little bit, down to maybe a dozen or so people, okay. but you guys have only been out for, yeah, it, it's, it's waned a little bit. I didn't say anything. <laughs> yes, but you <laughs> chuckled. It is in fact still waning. Um, yeah, there's maybe only a dozen or so people in there now, but you guys have only been out for 20 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Okay, um, I go back up with the bottle of wine mm-hmm. and kind of 
Well, you can dry me off with your prestidigitation too, yeah? Are you propositioning me, Andine? It's terrible. We haven't so far. <laughs> it's good. I didn't think we had that kind of relationship. Uh, no, not really. I mean, no offense. You're a very attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll press the digitation. The water off. <laughs> be like, I'll shake out Emma's cloak and just kind of like fold it up and be like, okay, good. <laughs> Okay. Anything else you guys want to do before retiring for the night? Could you, do, could you do that for us too? Yeah. Yes. Well, you. <laughs> yeah, I want to um, share yes. what I found. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to see if the jewelers look. <laughs> okay. So I take it. I take it out, and I I have the box, and I'm like, this is all I, I I mean I took it. <laughs> but I, mean? it, I don't know if it's magic or anything. I don't know. It's a jeweler's loop. Can I detect magic and then do appraise it? Sure. Mm-hmm. See if I can tell if it's particularly exceptionally valuable or uh, what kind of. I mean, if it's magical and then if it's like very finely crafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made of platinum. Yeah. <laughs> did you yeah. did you take the <laughs> box too? <laughs> I took what? the entire Bakelite? thing. Okay. Yeah. You know what Bakelite is? Oh, it's like 1950s plastic. With the first. I didn't want it to break, yeah. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really easy. Uh, so if it's not valuable, I can always return it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you take a moment and do detect magic. It doesn't appear to be magic in any capacity. Um, and then make an appraise roll for yes. me. I put a point in it too. 11. Uh, just a moment. Can I make an appraise roll too? Just sure. I didn't want to take the time to appraise it in the in the forge. Yeah, That's sure. Wise. <laughs> I got a 12. <laughs> and what was your roll? 11. Um, this seems pretty finely crafted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a couple like kind of like nice engraving along it. You suspect it may be worth a couple hundred gold, mm-hmm. mostly just because optical lenses are expensive. Yeah. Yes, this is this is quite quite a fine piece of craftsmanship. I kind of look yeah. over their shoulders. The the carving on the top of the box is that like a religious iconography? Uh, make a knowledge religion check. Oh. Knowledge is gonna ask that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. Hey, Urban. Yeah. You recognize this as anything? No. Go ahead. Oh, it's the end of the day. Why not? Fifteen. Um. Up from a fourteen. <laughs> yeah. That plus five really helped out. <laughs> Make a knowledge geography check as well. Boom. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. It doesn't strike you as being a, a religious iconography, mm-hmm. um, but there is something about the arrangement of sort of like a rectangle with a triangle set upon it that you do recognize as kind of being like a dwarven design that's basically symbolic of just the mountain home. Okay. But it's it's very abstracted. It's basically like a rectangle with a triangle. 
And Oops. it looks to be like some basic engraving on or wood burning on the box to <coughs> gussy it up a bit and make a nice presentation for what is a reasonably expensive tool. Sure. sense. Okay, so we'll okay, hit well. the sack and uh, check out some blood in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I didn't notice anything else uh, amiss. There was really nothing there. So. Didn't it was kind any, of fun sneaking around, though. You didn't have mm. any issues with the guards or people seeing you or anything? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was seen. Good. Quite. I, I was, <laughs> Quite I was tailed for... For a bit. But you, but you I, handled it really well. Well, you don't know that. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I noticed him taking him away, right? Yeah. That's what you yeah. said. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I totally saw you. Yeah. Like, he was following you, and oh. you just like, loop, doop, doop, oh, and good, yes. went, and he followed you, and it was mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. Subterfuge. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm, I'm, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pouring more wine into my glass. <laughs> Alright, so what's the plan for the morning? We wake up, we do the blood biography thing. Well, we gotta wait for Percival. We, well, we wanted to be here for that. Well, we mm-hmm. can, do you we? can do the spell before he gets here. How much well, do we want to share with Percival? We don't know him. We told him That's we true. Him. He does seem trustworthy. He does. Though. He seems genuinely he, interested and... Yeah, I yeah, think... but I think you and I trusted Garrett when we first met him too, right? <laughs> that is true. I, I trust him. I, I... Urban trusts him, and he has a a good sense of people. So mm-hmm. it's true. It's um, my few. I think that he will be useful as he is known about town, and we're relatively new strangers. Mm-hmm. And then depending um, on what we find. Sorry, I thought you were done, Katie. <laughs> We, we don't have to tell him everything, but I think that, uh, especially if we do find Kendrick at his family home, it will be helpful. Yes. So. And then we want to we want to pursue the investigation with full haste. We don't want to take the job. Hmm. I think it depends on what we learn from Kendrick or the lack of. Kendrick. I think. <laughs> yes, and I would like. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I would like to take the job and get in with the, the Foresters Guild, because I do still wish to, however it works, spend some time in Speak the forest. Up. What? Speak up. Oh, sorry. I said I do still want to take the job and would like to get in with the Foresters Guild, because I, I'd like to spend some time in the forest communing with nature, potentially. Well, well and ah, yes. the, the, the Fausts are our Foresters Guild. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. They're the founders. So potentially that could be another connection. True. Um, so I definitely think that it's a good idea to do this and we can make a little bit more money. That's always good. Um, and just make a name for ourselves here as well. And, um, but I, I, I would like to do visit the Faust family home up on the hill. First. In the morning, and then, yes. depending on where that goes, then head over to the guild and maybe take a job. Sounds yeah. Good. I think we should definitely ask the guild for more information about Assassin's Mine before we actually physically head out into the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. know that name, so I'm not sure what it is. And Agreed. then, maybe, for Alexander's sake, 
when we come back after dealing with the assassin's vine, we play it up more as um, that we're supporting his endeavors, and then maybe he can leverage some kind of um, I don't know recognition of us getting rid of this vine to get lanterns or something that allows him mm-hmm. to be out in the forest longer. But we're planning to get it on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later in the day? Yes. Very, de- very, de- very dependent on yeah. whatever yes. bear if we're going to... Yes, yeah. right. that's important. But I think that's a that's a good rough outline of a plan. Okay. <laughs> Things I'll can change first. so quickly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So I think, I think we're good. Um, well, retire for the evening. Should we get some dinner? I'm starting to feel yep, that. That's that's what exactly I was going to say. Yeah. So as you guys finalize, mm-hmm. finalize your plans and head to bed for the evening, getting a relatively early evening to bed with plans to strike out early in the morning and meet Percival for breakfast, we will go ahead and take a formal dinner break and pick Yay. this back up in 40 minutes or so. Sure. Yeah. Once we're done cooking and eating. Oh my gosh, guys. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. <laughs> 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 so, 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 so Yeah. 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 yeah.